Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Hello, welcome to Canny Cross Conversations. Today, we're joined by Sarette Martin on our Canny Cross Stories feature. Now, you may know Sarette from her Woofs with Wilson account on Twitter and Instagram, as Wilson is the star of the show. Hi, Sarette. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, sure thing. Um, well, Wilson's, uh, how old is he now? He's eight now. He's coming up nine. Um, and he's, well, since he was about 18 months, he's run with me because I just thought I ran anyway. I mean, I've run for about 20 odd years and I thought, well, I'll get a dog. Um, I don't want to have to take myself out for a run and then come home and take the dog out for a walk. It needs to, I need to kill two birds with one stone here. And that's really why I did it. I had a friend of mine who ran her Vizsla um, and said, you know, this is the harness I've got, this is the line I use. So, you know, being a complete novice, I thought, well, I'll get the same one then. Um, fortunately, it is just the right one to use, um, and he still uses it now. Um, and I suppose he went on his first run when he was about 18 months old, I think. Um, spent most of the time biting the lead and barking. Um, but <laughs> after that, you know, he sort of got the hang of it fairly quickly. He's a, a colleague crossed with something or other. Um, so he's fairly switched on, um, although he will run with a ball in the mouth. I cannot get him to run nicely unless he's got something in his mouth. Or even, in can- he, even in canny cross harness. Mm. Yeah. Oh, isn't he, that for me? Yeah. He has to have a ball in his mouth. Otherwise, he'll just jump up, he'll bark, he'll just bite the lead. And I've tried just sort of letting him do it for a couple of minutes and then hope he'll give up. There we are. He's yeah, oh, there he is. Hi, Wilson. <laughs> um, that, I mean, I, I often wonder if that would focus Pickle a little bit if I put something in her mouth because she likes carrying toys around. But it I don't really think does she... work with him. Um, and I think that is, it was a, just a lack of focus. Um, and p- possibly because, you know, we're sort of self-taught and perhaps if I'd gone to someone like, you know, you two, <laughs> I'd have learned how to do it properly. Um, but it was just the, the path of least resistance was to give him a ball. But... Of course, that does mean that he'll chuck it off things or chuck it under things or drop it and then a fox will get it and run off with it to its den. So, you know, I've lost numerous kongs and balls to the solent and what have you. Expensive habit after a while. Yeah. <laughs> does he, how does he cope in the hot weather now with it? Because I know you you run really early. Do you get up? Yeah, to- I mean, we get up very early. I mean, I've got my alarm set tomorrow for quarter to five in the morning and we'll do oh, 5 Oh, you are good. Yeah. I got up one day last week at half four in the morning and we were out by about 10 to five. And it's still um, warm, isn't it? It's all because we're, um, we're right on the coast. So it's always a few degrees cooler. Yeah. Literally within an hour, I wouldn't take him out for a run. No. But for sort of four or five miles, it, there's quite often a nice breeze. And of course, we run by the Solent. So we just stop and he goes and has a little splash in the sea anyway. Um, I mean, I saw some woman running her dog at like 11 o'clock in the morning a couple of Saturdays ago and big no-no for me. So unless he, unless we're out at this time of year by five, quarter past five at the latest, we won't go out, not for a run. I feel quite bad for my dog, but um, yeah, because I, I tend not to run her. I go down to Cornwall in the summer, so I will run her through the yeah. same sort of reason, but I just, yeah, it is cooler. 
Mm. Um, but I'm, so, I'm not very good in the morning, I have to no, say. No, I'm not good at getting up. So, yeah, Poppy often goes without runs as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm often up at sunrise, but very rarely out and about at sunset. I mean, I'm obviously still awake. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just not out. Um, so, I'm, you know, you're either a morning person or you're not, aren't you? And, and yeah. I am. Yeah. But, yeah. So, sorry, I missed how, long, how old is Wilson now? Yeah, he'll be nine in September. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, he's getting on a little bit. Not that you, he doesn't look it and he doesn't act like it. So, so has he has the canning crossing changed as you've gone through the years or um i don't think it has really i mean it, it did take to it fairly quickly um, once he realized the idea was to to run and not you know mess about on a lead um you know we've built i mean the, the longest run we've done is 14 miles which was you know very stop start because all our runs are because you know they go for a wee and they go for a poo and they have a little sniff of something and all this that, and the other um and we've done you know lots of 10 mile runs I mean at the moment it's pegged to sort of four maybe five miles this time of year but early obviously um but no in terms of speed I mean you know as I get older I'm not as fast as I used to be so you know if I'm doing 8 30 pace these days I'm reasonably chuffed and if I get quicker than that then you know happy day <laughs> but I mean last Saturday was the first time probably in about 15 months I'd run without him oh really because I went with him I always run with a friend on Saturday both of us do um and we'd go out at half six in the morning I thought well, I looked at the forecast and I thought no it's just too hot at that time so I did we did three and a half miles and I don't know whether it was because I was just not used to running with him or whether it was hot, or whether it was a combination of both, but it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was really hard work. Yeah, I um, started running this summer without because I need to get faster for pickle. Yeah, and I hated it. That's why I listened to podcasts. We were talking about that earlier, weren't we? Yeah. Why I listen to podcasts while I'm running because it focuses. I need something to focus on. I think other than your breathing and how bad yeah. you feel. Yeah. yeah, how your leg feels. How I've been for years. Body. I mean, up until I, you know, I started running with Wilson. I mean, I'd run for 15, 16 years by myself. Done two or three marathons, all sorts of races, and you know, didn't bat an eyelid. Um, and then I sort of think, well, although Wilson will pull out in front I don't feel that he pulls me that hard he's not a particularly hard puller but clearly he does it more than I think because running by myself was just like ugh. <laughs> running in treacle isn't it it was it was horrible <laughs> but I like to think perhaps it was the heat as, and it's really interesting it's, so sorry because I'm, I'm interested about the distances you do with him mm -hmm. and obviously you've built them up over time I get that but he's he's a collie isn't he so he's mm. going to be on the go all the time so he's yeah. quite a good breed for that. And, and, he, and yeah, he's he's quite he's actually quite chilled around the house. I mean, he will bark at the postman if someone knocks on the door or whatever. But he's actually fairly chilled around the house, and he'll just plonk around. You know, might get his toys out of the box for a little play or whatever. But he just he does love running. He will just. I mean, the downside of taking him out so early in the morning is that he barks. And my neighbours must hate me because, and I do apologise when I see him, and they, they claim not to notice or whatever, but you know, he will bark. It's like, shut up. Um, but he loves it, you know, and he'll go as fast as, you know, I can go. I mean, if he, the best thing is if there's someone running a bit quicker than both of us, just up ahead, and he'll run them down, and he loves it. Um, and that's when I think, oh, yeah, I'm a really good runner. And then I, you know, like the other day, try and run by myself, and I think, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. Good teamwork. So am I right in thinking you're doing a running streak? So you're running every day? No, we, we did. We did a run streak um, go back in December 2020. We did 10K a day yeah. um, for a whole month to raise money for a couple of charities. Um, I tend to run in winter four times a week with him and in summer probably a couple of times a week. Yeah. Um, but no, I, that was the only sort of run every day thing I've ever done. Um, and I, I'm not that keen to redo it, to be honest. <laughs> How was he with that? Was he all he right? Was he was absolutely fine. I mean, to be fair, my, you know, we did, we ran, we ran, well, it was, it was called 10K a day rather than run 10K a day. Because I thought, well, you know, I don't really know how I'm going to cope with this. Because I'm very much of yeah. the school, run two days on the trot max. No more than that, thanks very much. Um, but we ran 26 of them. Um, and then the other five, sort of in the last two weeks, were dotted around and about with at least a 5k run, and then the rest made up as a 5k walk. But by mid December, my calves were starting to get like rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> so um, a couple of days of walking and then a bit of running was was what they needed. But he was absolutely fine. That's no nice at all. Hear, actually. Yeah. Would you ever consider doing a race with him? Do you know, I, I used to think I would. And, and in a way, I would like to, but he is, he can be reactive to dogs when he's on a lead. Right. And I, I hear lots of stories of people saying, well, my dog is reactive on a lead, but it's not on a canny cross situation, but it, it's fine when they're in a race. But I wonder whether he's a little bit old for it to make a difference at this stage. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. I, I'll have to talk about this because Michelle doesn't like. I can make such a big thing about this. This is like a running joke between me and Louise now that I've never done a canny cross race. No, not at all. No. But it's really interesting because what you say about reactive dogs. So the, the races that I tend to do go off one at a time, and there's yeah. lots of reactive dogs that these things. So they are they are quite. Um, I was going to say safe. That's probably the wrong word, but they're quite controlled. Yeah. Um, and then once they get running. Like you'd actually um Wilson would probably love it because there'll be someone in front of him you might not yeah, love yeah. it as much but I think, I think going off one at a time would be better I think a mass start would just yeah. not be his cup of tea at all yeah um so yeah so it is and I don't think the amount of running he does and if you're still enjoying it you know if you find yeah. one around you just go and give it a go yeah I mean part of me doesn't do it because one of the attractions of running for me is that you can shut your front door and run. You don't yeah. have to go anywhere. To, you don't have yeah. to go to the golf club or the swimming pool or the gym or whatever. So to me, to run, you know, drive for maybe an hour to do a 5K just seems bonkers to me. And that's nothing to do with fuel costs. I've always thought that. <laughs> um, yeah. it, 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 you know, it just, I mean, I, I should do it. I should do it. Perhaps I should do it next year in a little project or something but um, and, you know, and then I might get hooked you know yeah. and you know really start enjoying it but, but yeah it just seems daft to me to spend all that time in a car and then run three miles but, yeah sometimes it does feel a bit like that but actually yeah. it's such a buzz yeah um yeah I, um, I mean I just enjoy doing it okay well I, I pledge to do it then that means we have to get you back on to find yeah. out how you yeah, when. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is Wilson the kind of dog who is he always on the lead like mine mine's very prey driven or does he do a lot of no 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 he's fine he's, he's horrible on a lead because a he's reactive to other dogs and he will you know the hackles are up and he'll have a bit of a lunge but also 
I just he's just not very good walking on a lead, and that's my fault. You know, I should have trained him better. But you know, I get him out of the car, I get him to a safe area, which is usually close to the car, and then he's off the lead for the rest of the time. And off lead, he's fine with dogs as long as he's got a Kong or something in his mouth. <laughs> all he, oh, that's all he's interested in these days. When he was younger, he would charge off after them, and it'd be like, oh well, you know, this is this is dreadful. But now. It'll allow a dog to come over and say hello, but then he's like, well, I'm not interested in you now, so go away and don't try and take my Kong. <laughs> <laughs> you should get Kong to sponsor you, I think. Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. I've got three in the drawer just to go ready in case he loses one. <laughs> you ought to, yeah, you ought to start tagging them on Instagram. And this, I should. <laughs> you should. This is where I found you on Instagram, and I love it. I am such a fan. So if you're on Instagram, um, Instagram guys, go and fi- follow Woofs. Woofs. What is it? Woofs. I can't even say it now. Woofs with Wilson. Yeah, Woofs. Woofs <laughs> with Wilson. Um, you bring you d- you do your Instagram as Wilson, don't you? Yes. Oh, sorry, Wilson does his own Instagram. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Um... <laughs> and I absolutely love it because it just brings out his character. Um, and what what made you start doing it like that? I don't, well, he used to be um, a trainee search dog. Um, I've been a member of Hampshire Search and Rescue Dogs for nine years now, and I'm call-out coordinator. And when I joined, I didn't have a dog. But then I got a dog fairly soon after, just by coincidence. Um, so he was a trainee search dog for a few years, um, but never went through to assessment because I got a job where I ended up working shifts, which meant I couldn't do training. And a lot of the team dogs had twitter accounts so it started off as search dog wilson um, and then obviously once he stopped being with the team i thought well i can't have search dog wilson as a handle anymore so i changed it to wolves with wilson and then i think at that time you could you could have multiple instagram accounts but you had to have they you had to have like completely separate accounts and log into them and log out of them and it was just all too much of a fad and then um they upgraded it so you could just run it off one account and just sort of log in and out very easily or switch accounts very easily yeah. so I thought well I'll, I'll do one for Wilson so it's sort of it was a spin-off of the Twitter one really but it's it's absolutely brilliant it, I, I just love it and when I see him come up on my feed I'm like yes oh he's <laughs> such, such a little character isn't he he's lovely <laughs> you feel like you know him yeah yeah he's yeah he's um and you know his character is is you know how it's portrayed to some degree because there is a bit of toing and froing between us i'm sure he sort of looks at me and thinks oh you know but um yeah he's a he's a he's a good lad you uh you inspired me so i'm i'm walking the southwest coast path i'm canny trekking it with, with yes. Pickle, yes. and you inspired me because i thought i'd do the blogs from her point of yeah. view so uh yeah it was because of Wilson. Yes. yeah he used to have a blog but that was too much of a faff to keep up and then because they lure you in don't they and say it was dirt cheap to set it up so you do and then you know a year later they say well that'd be 180 quid for this and so, so i thought oh, no i don't, don't enjoy that much <laughs> so, so the canny crossing with it yeah i mean yeah and it, you, you're a great example for canny crossing and just going and doing it aren't you so yeah, yeah. I, do, I do see more people doing it now um which is nice, but I wish more people would do it in the proper kit. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I don't consider myself an expert by any stretch, but, you know, I'm fairly experienced. And, you know, you see people 
running with you know the lead in their hand would you think that must just be uncomfortable as much as anything else you see dogs in harnesses that aren't running harnesses you occasionally see them being run on a collar you see them being run at silly times of day at this time of year um and sometimes you know breeds that you wouldn't necessarily think should be run in harness um you know the brachycephalic breeds and so on but you know, I mean, people know their dogs better than some random person driving past, taking offence at it or whatever, don't they? But um, I do wish people would use proper kit. Yeah, so, yeah, we, we 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 talk about this quite a lot, don't we, Louise? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're nodding along. <laughs> I mean, it's not expensive, is it? No, like right. it's it's you know, and it lasts well. I mean, I'm still using the same harness for Wilson from when I started with him back in 2015. So, yeah. um, you know, you just look after it moderately well, and it lasts you, you know, a lifetime really. But and I think it, and I think that's what our aim about with the comp, with the podcast is to educate people. Yeah, you know about Cuddy Cross and actually. Yeah. You know, and it it's not be. making it overly technical. It's not saying, you know, you've got to do this and you've got to do that and you've got to have all of this specialist kit. But it's it's just making the dog comfortable so that it's got proper freedom of movement so that you're not restricting its shoulder. You know, these Julius Canine harnesses. <laughs> they're they're rather, they're I don't like them anyway. And you <laughs> certainly shouldn't run a dog in one of them because it just restricts the shoulder movement too much. But as I say, I'm no expert, so... They're doing, um, yeah, there's the person that, um, Dr. Ann Carter, sorry, is doing uh, some research on that. So it'll be interesting to get her mm. on when she's... Uh, I have seen, oh God, a while ago, I did see two clips of video from someone doing that, saying, look how the dog moves out of one of these harnesses and how it moves in one of these harnesses on a on a treadmill. And it was very plain to see the, the restrictions in the movement with, with that harness on. I think um, I was talking because I have <laughs> poor Pickle because I broke her. She has a physio. <clears throat> yes. And actually, I mean, from sort of my background, I love it. And we have physio this morning, actually. Um, but I was talking to my physio, or to my vet physio about this. And, and she was saying all harnesses will restrict movement in some ways, yeah. so, which is kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what yeah. the outcome of this, this research they're doing is. But, Although well, running harnesses... I mean, obviously, it's a harness, it's across the chest, and stuff, but there is a lot more shoulder movement that's free. You know, you know, the harness isn't restricting as much, it appears to my, you know, non-expert eye. Yeah, but even talking to Jason from Nonstop in, our, in mm. one of our recent episodes, he was saying there's the difference between the short harness and the long harness. Yeah. There's a massive difference there yeah. in how it affects dog's movement yeah yeah there's such a lot to consider isn't there yeah absolutely yeah and that's and that's why actually i mean that set me off um canny trekking pickle in her canny cross proper canny cross harness this time because she was because she was pulling she pulls so much yeah she's getting real back troubles and it is really interesting and i think if we've got what i call sports dogs now and you know wilson is he might not race but he's a sports yeah. dog um then we have to take care of them and yeah. uh look look after them which um yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even yeah. more expense spared on our dogs. Spent yeah. on dogs, you know. I have thought about taking him. I mean, there, there's no sort of, as far as I'm aware, mechanical problems with him at all. But I just think it would be interesting for a physio to take a look at him and then see what condition he's in. I mean, the vet says he's, you know, in perfect nick. Because um, I'd always ask if I if he's a bit thin, because my you know my sister always says you need to feed that dog more. <laughs> you know, his ribs are, I mean, he's very fluffy, but you can feel his ribs. 
But, you know, last time he went to the vet for his checkup, he said, no, that he's in perfect condition. He says, most dogs I see are too fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a veteran athlete, isn't he? He'll be in yeah. shape. He's doing, yeah. it, he's doing it me and the vets. <laughs> 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 so I should run with him. <laughs> so what does summer and autumn have in store for you both? And have you got any plans or is it just anything um, well, usual? I'm thinking in um, December on Boxing Day, actually, to do 26 on 26 and run a marathon. <gasps> wow. In aid of the two charities or Pensions for Paws and the dog team. Um, so my plan would be for Wilson to do it as well. But obviously that would be guided by, you know, what the weather's like. If it's foul, then, you know, I'll just, you know, he'll come out for 10K or something. But I'll, I'll just do a plan a route from home. So that at any point I can take him home and pop him back in if he's not enjoying it or there's a problem or something. And I'll just plod around the rest of it myself. But the plan, hopefully, would be for him to do at least 20 miles, which with training would be a breeze for him, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I've got no concerns over it, over uh, over that. But, you know, you he'd train with me. You know, I wouldn't expect him to do it, obviously, without any um, training plan. And then we'd sort of see how it goes on the day. But so that's my plan um i've sort of talked myself into definitely doing it i've been denied about it for ages <laughs> but i would like to do a longer distance with him before he gets too old um and uh, you know at this age he'll be nine then but mm -hmm. he's you know he's a very fit dog um and doesn't look his age and certainly doesn't act it so i think that's well within his capability with the right training Brilliant. And you should do that as a virtual run for people to do. Yeah, get people yeah. to join in. Yeah. That'll ruin everyone's boxing day. <laughs> <laughs> might make it better, you never know. <laughs> That's, no, that's absolutely brilliant. And I just think if they're fit and they're, I mean, it, it is interesting. Um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and this was about humans, sort of, you know, humans need to move. And dogs need to move and they need to be, you know, out and about. And it's really, really important. So if we can keep them running yeah. and they're not having any side effects, I think that is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, as I say, I, you know, he'd, he'd do all the training with me or, you know, as much as he wanted to. Um, and if there was any signs that he wasn't enjoying it or there was any lameness there, then, you know, I'd obviously start. Um, but, you know, he's, he's never had any problems running in the seven years or so that we've been doing it. So. Long may it last. Fantastic. Oh, bless him. And now he's been shut down. what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you've got anything else to ask, uh, Michelle. No, nothing specific. Just to say thank you very much for coming on and chatting to us for a You're while. Welcome. Yeah, it's been lovely to meet you and hear all about Wilson. Oh, sorry for his barking. No, we like barking. We do. <laughs> So if okay, anyone wants to think what, what mayhem is causing out there now. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear him, it's fine. Um, so if anyone wants to follow him, it's Instagram or Twitter. Wolf with Wilson. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> and it is worth, you know, if to put a smile on your face, it's worth uh, to go and see what he's up to. It's all a bit of fun, isn't his it? Pals and his Kong. <laughs> so no, brilliant. That's that's really good. So thank you very much. You're very um, welcome. We look forward to the next session when we have another guest for you. So don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to share if you think there's someone out there that might enjoy Canny Cross Conversations and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.